Welcome to the Live Like Eden podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm so excited you're here listening. We discuss all things transformation, shifts in consciousness, nature and foods that heal, the inner workings of the mind, and how to clean up and clear out your space. All of these topics and so many more will help guide us back to our true nature. Do you ever sit around and wonder, what is my life's purpose? Is this a recurring theme in your mind? It's certainly a recurring theme out in the world. A lot of people talk about finding their purpose, finding their passion, inserting that passion into their career, living their purpose, finding what it is. Do you feel like this? Do you ever question it? And if you're anything like me, I take it to a whole nother level where I'm like, what is the purpose of all of this? Not just me. I seem so small in the vastness of it. It's like, what is the purpose of this whole thing? And then you can go down many rabbit holes, right? I would love to spend today's show looking at life's purpose from a little different vantage point, maybe reframing what this means. And I'm going to tie it into spiritual awakening. Can awakening shift your life purpose? So if you're going through transformation, your life's beginning to change, you may suddenly view your purpose differently or you may suddenly be brought into a completely new way of life that you never imagined would ever happen. And now this is what's meant to be. And you may be struggling with accepting that. The ego loves to tell us that we have a specific mission, that we need to be doing something relevant. How many of you have heard this in your mind? I have to be productive or I'm not worth anything or I'm just wasting a day if I'm not doing something. This is common, so normal. The mind just talks to us like this. Like it loves to just make us feel like we're not worthy of anything, you know? If you notice this and you know what's happening, it's much easier because you can sort of look at it like, oh, there it is again. That lunatic of a mind is just trying to tell me and make me believe something that I know deep down is not true. But you can certainly go there with it, right? It's very convincing. Let's spend today talking about life's purpose, but specifically through awakening and transformation, how this may occur for you, how you might completely shift from thinking your life was going to be one thing and then it moves into a totally new direction. Let's go over three things today. One, how you might feel about this topic during spiritual awakening or transformation. Then we'll look at a simple way to view purpose. I always love to break everything down very simply. We overcomplicate this entire thing, and I really do think life could be very, very simple. And the last thing we'll talk about is how to let your purpose unfold. How do you actually let yourself discover what you should be doing? And I want to leave you with some final thoughts on how you could maybe reframe what you think your life purpose or from a broader perspective, the purpose of any life. Starting off with awakening. How many of you have gone through different stages and transformations and difficult moments in your life? It doesn't have to be that you had a spiritual awakening. It could be I had a transformation. I had a very difficult time in my life and it changed and altered the course of my future. This happens all the time. And whether people are aware that it's actually bringing them to the deeper essence of themselves, 
is for you to decide, right? It's for the person to decide. But you could argue that all of these experiences that we do go through while we are here are really pulling us to our deeper spiritual nature, whether you're aware of it yet or not. They're all opportunities to get in touch with that side. But when you're going through a shift and it starts to get confusing, you might begin to feel that your whole life is just now completely shifted into something you never thought possible. You're lost. You don't understand or comprehend anything that's happening to you. You wish your old life back. That's a common one. Oh, if things would only go back to the way they used to be, where I was comfortable under my security blanket. Yes, <laughs> I was like that. Couldn't wait to have my old life return as if that's ever going to happen to any of us. Right? It's very hard to ever have something you had in the past. Everything is always changing and evolving. And our mind does not want to do this. It's very resistant to change. Your life begins to change so much and you don't know where you're headed. Again, that fear of the unknown sets in and you might really feel that fear creeping in and building in intensity. And the more the fear is turned up inside of you, the more lost you can feel. You feel like you're flailing around, that you have no control over anything. It's like you're lost at sea. It's like that movie Unbroken. I don't know if any of you have seen it. I think it came out, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago based on a true story where the guy is in, I believe it was World War II, and their plane goes down over the ocean, and they're literally at sea for almost 50 days or something crazy like that. Can you imagine? You have no clue where you are. You have no idea what direction you're headed. You're just lost in a sea of water. That's kind of the analogy I think about when you don't know where you're headed. It's just sort of this, oh my gosh, I'm lost and I have no idea where I'm going. And something very powerful is just has you, <laughs> but you don't have a say in it. That's how it feels. Awakening is a process. It's a process of shedding away all these false layers of self, of the small self that we've been so accustomed to identifying with in this life, in any life, really. The identity that we think is us during awakening starts to peel away. So I like to think of it as just the layers of the onion are peeling and peeling and peeling. You're sort of unraveling. What's really happening is the blocks of resistance are being removed to your truest nature and love's presence underneath it all. It's not like we all don't have this within us. It's just so heavily covered with armor, right? It's so heavily covered that we don't know it. We don't recognize it. And in fact, if you ever had a glimpse of it and were not prepared for it, it could freak you out because you're so distant from that place within you. It could actually spark fear. And that's a discussion for another time, but it is something that is possible. If all these blocks of resistance that we do have are slowly leaving us, you can see how your mind is going to want to put up even a bigger wall and resist the process even more. It's absolutely part of the ego's game. It's just what it does. It's very natural. If you see this in yourself, then you know what's happening. You can identify it. That's what's happening. And it brings the sense of peace to you because you can see it. It's when you don't know it is when life gets even harder because then you're actually consumed by it. You haven't quite yet stepped out of that mind and of that attachment to the small self to look. You're just in it. You know the difference? If you pop out of it and look at it, you can see what's happening. But the mind doesn't want to do it. It's never going to want to do that. 
And obviously, the deeper that you go, the harder that it gets. If your life gets to this point where it feels like it's just flipped upside down, you then begin to say, you know, what's the point of all of this? Why would there need to be so much struggle? Why is there so much pain involved in this process? You do. You say, what's the purpose of it? Then you go, what's my purpose in this? It feels like I don't have a purpose. Do you hear the mind as it goes through this process? It starts saying, I don't have a purpose. Because in a way, when you're identified with the I or the identity of the small self as you, whatever your name is, my name is Lindsay, so I'm identifying as Lindsay. When I say to myself, I as Lindsay don't have a purpose, the ego is absolutely correct in that. It's correct in the sense that it's starting to feel that its purpose, meaning the ego's purpose, is diminishing. Because that larger awareness and spirit within you hasn't quite shown itself and you're not comfortable with it yet, you're in this state of back and forth and limbo and frustration that I don't have a purpose, that this doesn't mean anything, or what does it mean? You're playing this song and dance in your head over and over and over. It's a very strange, surreal, difficult place to be in. When you ask yourself, though, what's the point, or I don't have a purpose, the answer is, it won't always be like this. If the awakening process is truly about transformation, that means a total and complete metamorphosis within you, that it's constantly evolving and taking you somewhere new. So even when you start to sink into that despair and the feeling that you have no idea where you're headed, you no longer have any specific role or purpose in life, you know, all of this stuff that the mind will want to do, just take a look at your own mind and your own experience. Does that pop into your head? You know, there's only so many thoughts that I think we can have. <laughs> I think we've all shared in this same thing that we have these thoughts that we like to think we're not valuable. The problem is we haven't quite recognized where the real value lies. We're so attached to the ego and the identity. So keep in mind, there's a shifting happening and there is a point to it. There's a purpose involved in this stripping away of that small identity self or the ego self. Everything changes in this world. Everything changes. Nothing here is permanent. So remember that if you're in a place where you're lost and nothing is moving, you feel stagnant and stuck, I can almost guarantee that something will shift eventually, whatever it is. You can't know what it's going to be. You have no idea where your own life's path is leading you, but it does change. Even now, if you're sitting here listening to this, can you look back in your life and see where there were times where you thought nothing would ever change, but it did? You weren't expecting it. Maybe it took you in a totally different direction than you ever thought possible, but it changed. And that's something in this world of duality that you can pretty much count on. Things change here. As opposed to what the spiritual nature and that symbol and home in God is actually representing the consistency and the eternal love and presence that's there that never changes. So they're very different, very, very different. So as you notice, your mind is now upset and it really wants control of your life purpose. And right now, if you're in some sort of change, you probably don't want this experience to happen the way that it's happening. You don't believe that this is what you should be doing. The mind will always tell you that, that this experience is not what you need to be going through. It will be in total resistance mode a lot of the time. 
when you're asking about your life purpose, it's really important to ask yourself, who's asking the question? The ego mind, the controller, the control freak, and the dictator who thinks it knows best? Or is spirit asking the question? If spirit's asking the question, it's going to be in a very different way. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. You may notice as you go into deeper phases and levels and stages of awakening that your ego identity, which you believed to be driving the ship, that you were in the front seat, both hands on the wheel driving your personal vehicle, is now being tossed into the back seat. You are now being tossed into the background. And the awareness and presence of spirit is now rising up within you leading you the entire time. So there's a changing of the guard. And if there's a changing of the guard, there's a changing of the meaning of life's purpose and your life's purpose. There's a shift happening. You're going to begin to see this in a completely new way. When you start to allow yourself to go inward, taking time to just be for a moment. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. I'm definitely not one to say you need to sit in meditation for hours, but it's the quality of that inward connection when you do it. Do you have the ability yet to go in deeply, connect, step out of mind, and allow that inner space within you to breathe, to rise up and be there? Notice it. Listen. See where it's guiding you. And this is where your process will begin to shift. And now you'll start allowing the greater presence within you, or whatever name you want to call it, to lead the way, to show you your path, to show you where you need to be. Rather than before with the ego, you're trying to carve it yourself all the time, and sometimes against the grain. So next, I want to talk about the simple ways to look at purpose. The simple ways to look at purpose, and we're going to break this down into the two sides of the mind. I've done this many times before. If you're just tuning in for the first time, think about your mind as a conflicted mind. You have the ego side of yourself, and then you have this spiritual side representing your true nature, home, in God. And these two are not anywhere near the same. They are in totally different ballparks, like not even close, not by a long shot. One of them is rooting you in the world and the other one is reminding you of your true existence in reality and home. You can go to the Course in Miracles and explains it in much greater detail, but if you think of it this way and if we apply it to your life's purpose, I want to break this down with the two sides of the mind. First, let's look at what the ego mind says and just go right into your own mind and follow along with me and see if you can relate to any of this. So the ego is always going to know your life purpose. Yes? It's going to know exactly what you should be doing. It's going to be working to achieve its goal. It's always going to lead the way. That's the ego knows best. It's the knower. Thinks it knows everything. Do you ever find this in yourself? That you think you know where you're going to be in 15 years or what experiences? If I just do this, I'll be there. And there is some truth to this that if this world is truly an illusory dream, as the Course in Miracles says, then you know, you're playing in a dream world, essentially. But the awakening process is getting you to see that you're actually doing that. That's the difference. You're now looking at it from a different lens. And so the ego will say, 
it knows what you should be doing. It knows your life purpose. It knows that you have a specific role. And not only does it know that you have a specific role, but it knows that it's the mastermind of that role. So it's taking total ownership over your purpose. The ego will also always tell you, you need a bigger role. You need to be out there even more. You need to be noticed. This isn't enough. Now we're gonna have to get the purpose to grow even more. Notice if you ever do this with yourself, if it's like you're never satisfied with what you did, maybe you accomplished something and now it's like, well, now I gotta take it to the next level, but you're never satisfied with it. It's one thing if you are satisfied with it, you're really grateful for it. These are very different feelings. It's something different to feel that you're lacking. If you're lacking in some way, it means you're always reaching for more, but that is never actually fulfilling the lack that you feel inside of you. So the ego will look at purpose in that way. The ego wants you to be praised, recognized, given awards, all these things the ego will take credit for. When you don't get these things or when your purpose you think is not being fulfilled from the ego's perspective, this is what the ego says. You are worthless, right? You have no value. Nobody thinks you're worth anything. You're a nobody. Nobody cares about you. You're never going to amount to anything. How could you, right? You can't get anything done. You have no real purpose. Can you hear the self-sabotage going on? The ego loves to do this, that you're never worthy. You're never good enough. And it's always got this underlying pressure within it. And this is just the way that this system operates. In the ego's thought system, it will never be enough. It doesn't matter what you do. You could have accomplished and achieved and, and done everything you've ever wanted to do. And that ego mind will still tell you that you haven't done enough. So notice if you're somebody who does that, have you thought about it in this way? That the ego is the only one that wants self gratification, that it wants to pull back onto itself as the accomplisher or the one that did it all. It wants self-recognition. When I say self, I mean the small identification, not the larger spiritual side. The ego also wants us to believe that we have some sort of special purpose, like a special, unique mission that each one of us has. And if we don't discover that special mission, then we have no value. And I want you to keep that word in mind, special. You know, you have to have a special role or a special purpose. And again, the key there is that it gets noticed. It wouldn't be enough for the ego to just do something without getting some sort of recognition for it. That's a key word for the ego. It wants to be recognized for its work, that it's a do-gooder. It loves to do and be recognized for it. Those are just basic things the ego will tell you about purpose. And there's a million other things you could think up. But now let's look at the other side of our mind, which is that spiritual representative. And the spiritual side says this. Keep in mind, it's a totally different perspective. It's a 180 degree shift the other way. So the ego's running wild in that direction and spirit's trying to get you to turn around, abort ship and head the other direction. Spirit is not so much concerned about the specifics of what you're doing in the world. 
If spirit is our reminder of home and God, if it's a symbol of something greater, of what we truly are, not as a body in the world, not as an identity, but what we truly are, this expansive, loving presence underneath it, then spirit is going to use us to extend that reminder to anybody that we come into contact with. And I don't mean that you're going to be preaching this to people through your words. That's not what I mean. Spirit might use you today if you're going out. Let's say you're at work and then you run over and you have a lunch and you accidentally run into somebody and you bump into them and there's a little scuffle. And then you disconnect with the person for a moment and you exchange, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's no problem. And it's a reminder of that kind, compassionate side that all of us have underneath all of these blocks of resistance. Spirit will use you in the smallest of ways. Spirit doesn't need an Academy Award presentation to make this known to someone else. It's the subtleties, the beauty behind the eyes. It's not some extravagant thing. It's a simple interaction with someone else in whatever you're doing. It could be at work, it could be at home, family, friends, it could be in a deep conversation with someone that you connect with, that you sort of, there's something there and you both feel it, that it's reminding you both of your true nature. We all share this. Every single one of us shares this within ourselves. If the point of spirit is to remind us of home, then awakening is the means in which that happens. That's the only way to get to your essence. There must be a process of remembering, correct? There must be something I go through to get me back to what is really our truest nature. So if awakening is the process to get us there, then we all share that. That doesn't mean all of us are going to go through it exactly at the same time, experience the same level of it, experience the same stage. It could be lifetimes it takes. We don't really know. We have no idea. Now the ego might tell you it knows, <laughs> but it won't. You will not know that. It's sort of this unknowing. You're going from the knower of the ego and you're unraveling all of that into the unknown. The unknown and spirit is leading you through that. We all share waking up from the illusion. It's just simply a matter of how and when we all will go through that. Spirit might use you to help extend this reminder in anything you're doing. It could be your career. You might be somebody who is doing it through your work. You might be somebody who's just doing it in all of your interactions. It doesn't matter where you are. You might have an encounter with somebody that's a chance meeting, and then there's an extension of this feeling underneath it. If you're open to the fact that you're now being guided by this spiritual essence, you are open to whatever is happening, that there is some value in every exchange that I have with someone, whether it appears good on the surface or not, there's something happening underneath it. Spirit doesn't need an obvious PowerPoint presentation for purpose to be of value. And because the purpose of your spiritual side is very simple to extend that loving essence that we all are, that compassionate and unconditionally loving essence within, it doesn't really matter what we're doing in the world. We could do whatever we want. So when people say, well, I don't now I don't know what I'm going to do. I've gone through this process and 
I don't know what to do. It's like, just let yourself be guided. And in every interaction that you have, you have this opportunity to extend spirit to everyone. If you're in this process of awakening and you don't really feel like you have a purpose, or you just feel like you haven't found it and at all, everything is sort of flailing around. It doesn't mean that you don't have one. It doesn't mean that at all. If you don't have some great passion right now, it doesn't mean that you don't have a greater purpose. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means right now it's not obvious to you. It's not obvious. And many years of our life are spent not knowing what we're doing. Right? It seems from a child all the way through adolescence into young adulthood and then middle age and then getting older and becoming elderly. Do we ever really know what we're doing? I mean, we do things, we're doers in the world, but underneath it, do we ever really know what's going to go down? I mean, not really. We like to think that we do, but we don't. We have no idea. And when you can remain open to that, life begins to get more comfortable. You're more liberated that you don't need to know. It flows better. You're not attached to things being a certain way. Even if you want them to be a certain way and they don't turn out that way, you're okay with that. It's totally okay. And then you can work with whatever is happening if it's different than you thought. The ego will not be happy with the simpler purposes of life. I want to say that again. The ego will not be happy with the simpler purposes of life. It just won't. It won't be satisfied with saying, well, I need a bigger purpose than just helping this old woman across this icy street. I need more of a purpose than bringing a nice meal to a, a neighbor who's lost a loved one. The ego is not going to think that's the purpose because it doesn't have that unconditionally loving, kind, compassionate side. It might think that it does, but it always wants something in return. And the way to discover what side you're on is, are you seeking something in return when you do something? Or are you just doing it because you love to do it? You don't even care if you get anything in return. You feel it's so part of who you are that you're willing to do it. That's what brings you true joy. Now that we've talked about the awakening process and how your life's purpose may shift inside of your mind, and then the differences of how the ego sees purpose and how spirit sees purpose. Now let's go to how to let your purpose unfold. How do you let this happen in your life naturally? The first thing to consider, this is so, so, so important. The very first thing to do would be to empty yourself completely. It's easier said than done. I know. It's like, what do you mean, Lindsay? Empty myself? How am I going to do that? What I mean is drop any preconceived idea of what you thought your life was going to be like. Drop it. And if you can't drop it yet, just notice that you can't drop it, but you're willing to see a different way. This requires a lot of commitment and dedication and discipline to let yourself detach from what you think you should be doing, where you think your life should be going, completely let it go. It's like it never existed. Again, this is going to crush the ego side of your mind. It will. It's totally natural if that happens. It would be 100% normal for you to experience that. If you didn't experience that, then I would wonder, I would wonder why. You know, because if you really think, most of us have this 
passion for things. We think we have a direction in life. We know what we want to be doing. And if any of that changes, it's devastating. It truly is. So you can begin to take a moment every single day. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're at work, if you're at home, if you're sitting in your car in traffic, you know, whatever you're doing and go within yourself, go deep within yourself. If you're somebody who has no idea how to let go of that constant chatterbox in the head, right? Just the circle of thoughts going on. That's totally fine. Just watch it. Just see that there it is just doing its thing. But the mere fact that you can see it, you know that there's something deeper in you that is able to see it. What's doing the watching. So you can just pull inward. You can keep going deep within yourself and letting go of anything you thought you should be doing anything, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, whatever it is, when you give yourself this time, you open up the doorway within yourself, which allows the space and that expansive field that's in you to grow. It will begin to rise and rise. It will become stronger. It will become more known. And eventually over time, you will recognize it faster, but you have to do it. Especially if you're somebody who it's not just happening naturally, like if it didn't just show up for you, if it's something that you're training yourself to do, you have to do it. It's one thing to talk about something over and over again, but it's actually the doing of it going inward. And this does not need to take a long time. It's a total melting away of knowing anything. You don't need to think about your obligations, your to do's, the responsibilities that you may have. Just take five minutes and go within yourself and release everything in your life and give it over to spirit. Just hand it over. You don't need to deal with it. <laughs> hand it over. And if you're struggling with that constant mind, you can't get it to stop. You don't have to. It's just simply noticing what it's doing. That's all that you need to do is just notice. Be aware of what your mind is trying to tell you. Be aware that your mind is right now trying to distract you from getting in touch with your spiritual side. And that's its purpose. Because if you get in touch with your spiritual side, the mind knows it's threatened now, correct? It's now threatened that you might actually put your life into the hands of something much, much wiser. The next thing to do would be to ask yourself a series of questions. Ask yourself, what are you drawn to? And I really mean this like from a very deep place. What are you attracted to in your life? Try to get out of your head here of what you think you should be doing. Cause that's just, it's so conditioned and programmed into us to think that we have to be doing this at this stage of our life. It's just what everybody is projecting. I want you to let go of all of that. That's the point of the first exercise. And now just say, what am I drawn to? This is a limitless experience. Do not keep yourself in a box here. Let your mind open. And what are you drawn to in your life? What resonates with you? What are you passionate about? Are you going through a process, an awakening process that's now given you a new talent, a new gift that you never thought you'd have? Is something new 
being birthed within you? Is it something completely different than what you thought you should do with your life? Your passion in life does not have to be about your job. There's many passions in life that you can have, and not all of them are going to pay the bills, are they? If you can manage to figure that out, that's amazing. But can a job just be a job? Does it have to be who you are? That's another thing. Does your work have to be anything about your spiritual nature? Or can it just be something that's paying the bills so that you can survive in the world and be grateful? And that's it. You drop it. There's no extra story attached to the job, as long as it's not killing you and you're miserable, but you like it okay and it's just what you do every day. Does it have to be your mission in life? But can spirit use you in your job as you interact with whomever you interact with at work? What we're doing right here is reframing purpose. We're reframing what purpose is. And I want you to think about when you come into contact with someone or when you have somebody say, hey, I've got this great opportunity for you. I think you'd be so good at this. Do you want to listen to what I have to say to you? And you either get a very strong yes in your system or you get a very strong no. If you learn to feel the intuition, the way that you're being communicated to and listen to that, you will be guided exactly where you need to be. There cannot be any other way. Where we are in the moment is where we are. We know this because it's happening. That's the purpose in the moment. Does your purpose have to fulfill some grand plan? You know, I know there's this huge thing today that everybody thinks we're living in the most amazing time ever, and we're all on a special mission, like we were the special chosen ones to change everything. Now, I can't help but think in my mind, the only part, the only part of the mind that would think that would be the ego, because the ego wants to recognize that it's saving something, right? The spirit's going, hello, uh, your home is in God. (laughs) Like spirit's trying to get us to see that, that we're all really on the same mission. The mission to wake up from the illusion of the world. Is that purpose enough? The ego won't see it that way. The ego will never see it that way because then you leave the ego behind. So you can begin to understand why purpose is a tricky thing in this world. And I'm trying to let you see that your purpose is relevant every single moment. Every moment that you have in this world is an opportunity to extend the love of spirit to someone else around you or to something else around you. It doesn't have to be a person. It's just extending it and living it, being of service to spirit, essentially. How can I be of service today? How can I let myself be open enough to be guided? And the more you ask these questions and you sit with them and you allow things to unfold, because that's what we're really talking about here, instead of trying to control every little minute detail of your life, let things unfold. When you allow things to unfold, things go quite well most of the time. They may not always look perfect. There's still horrible things happening all the time. But when you're in that moment of letting things unfold, you're doing it with grace. You understand that there's a deeper purpose behind all of this. It's not necessarily about the thing I'm doing in the world, even though spirit will use you to do that. 
And we all do whatever we do in the world. We all go out and we do whatever we need to do to survive. Everybody has different gifts, different talents, different things they're good at, different ways of helping people, different ways of producing things. This is the way it works here. But can I offer you a simpler, more united than you think way of looking at it? Is that all of us essentially, if we are connected with the spiritual side, we actually share a purpose. And that purpose is to extend it through ourselves to everyone around us. There is no specific purpose from spirit's angle other than that. And then it will use you in whatever role or experience in life that you are doing. But the deeper purpose is still the same and it's still there for everyone. Now, if you're still doing business with the ego, you think you have to have something in return for whatever you're doing. You're not really being of service. You're doing something because you want it. It's self-gratifying. It's something to think about. Is our life's purpose really simpler than we're making it out to be? Is it simpler than, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I have no idea where I'm going and I can't, and you know, there goes the mind going completely out of control. It's totally insane. If you live in that way, you're always worried, stressing out all the time. What am I supposed to do? I know I have a purpose. If you shift into alignment with spirit, your spiritual nature, go inward, empty yourself of knowing anything like we just discussed and allow that awareness to grow within you and guide you. Your ego's in the back seat. You're letting something wiser lead you through your life, down your true spiritual path. And then you'll know when things feel like a yes or a no. It'll be immediate. Yes, I'm going to do that. No, that's not where I'm going. It's like you're learning to float, literally like the water. You know how you're lost at sea? It's not like you just jumped into the water, but you're floating on top of it effortlessly. This does not mean you won't have difficult things to go through in your life, but you can even go through those moments with ease. This does not mean you won't have emotion. It doesn't mean anything like that. It's that underneath you understand that you're being guided, you're in connection, that there's more to this surface life. Is that purpose enough for you? And it may not be. It may not be for a lot of people. But the whole point of the Live Like Eden podcast is to get people in touch with the deeper side of themselves, to open yourself up to what else is available to you. Speaking of life's purpose, if I were to sit here and tell you that I thought I would be doing a podcast about spiritual awakening when I was younger, I would have said, you're crazy. That's not happening. What are you talking about? I have no desire to do that. It's only when you let go of resisting where your life is headed. It's going there no matter what. It's simply about allowing it, drop the need to know or the control of it and allow it to unfold. It might be subtle too. This does not have to be fireworks. And sometimes it's the subtleties that show you the way, that show you the purpose of your encounter today. You can have many purposes. You don't have to have one. You might have a hundred in one day, <laughs> given wherever you are and how many people you come into contact with or what you're doing. Purpose is endless. So when you find yourself getting stuck in a constricted box that you have to have one life mission, 
open yourself up to the possibility that you could have many. And those many purposes are coming from a much deeper place of spiritual service than just getting to get. I want to leave you with the final thought. I want you to take a minute and imagine that every moment is your purpose. Every single moment of every day is your life's purpose. <laughs> Could it be that easy? Could it be that simple? It's only the ego mind that's trying to glorify everything. Is simply being purpose enough? Envision and imagine that you're getting ready in the morning to start your day. And instead of doing it in a way of worry and I have to be here now and I'm running late, get present with getting ready. Get present with putting yourself together, with nourishing your body, eating a meal, getting ready to leave the house. This is my purpose right now. I'm going to work. I'm interacting with colleagues. I'm having meetings. I'm on the phone. This is my purpose right now. I'm changing diapers. I'm listening to my toddler scream. I'm watching my teenagers rebel. You're caring for your aging parents. You're helping your neighbor go to the store. You're attending to someone who's ill. This is my purpose. And I'm doing it in a way where I'm connecting on a much deeper loving level with someone else. I see that we share this. I see that we share this spiritual side, even if the person that you're with doesn't see it. That isn't necessary. It's not even part of it. This is about your experience and your purpose in life. Is being of service purpose enough? Extending and reminding others of home by using your peaceful nature, your compassion, your kindness, your understanding and empathy? Awakening is truly what we share from a spiritual perspective. We all will awaken. Just because it doesn't look like everyone is doing it at the same time doesn't make it untrue. It happens at different times, but it is what we are all destined to do. The only difference is how we get there. So when you feel yourself getting caught up in the details and that you need to be doing something a certain way, or you need to accomplish more, or I need a specific purpose, see if you can empty yourself and be guided and realize that every moment in this life is your purpose. Having the opportunity to connect with that greater self is your purpose. And that connection is something so profound and so meaningful that it will never touch anything else in this world. I hope that shifts your perspective on what purpose can mean. And obviously purpose is subjective. You can give it your own meaning. You can play with it for yourself. You can see where maybe your mind is making you feel stuck in this department and how you could try to shift into another way of seeing it. And relax a little bit about purpose, that you're not worth anything because you are. Your spiritual nature will tell you that. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Stay tuned for next week. Until next time, I invite you to visit my website at livelikeeden.com. You can sign up for a weekly email reminder when my new podcast and blog comes out, which is every Wednesday. 
If you are struggling with awakening and you really feel like you need more assistance, you can book a free consult with me and I will be more than happy to work with you. If you have any questions or you'd like to see different show topics, please drop me an email. I absolutely love to hear from you all. If you're enjoying the show, I ask that you drop a review in whatever platform you're listening to and share it with others that you think it might benefit. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.